Welcome, yellow everybody, and welcome back to the Game by Show podcast. Everyone, hello, it's October the 3rd. Hi, Jeremy and Dale. Hi. <laughs> you know, this is one of those days of portent. This is a day, uh, th- have you ever done the thing where you look at the dates in video games, like... 20XX? Yeah, it, exactly. It's like, it's the year. It's the year that Mega Man happened. Uh, October 3rd, uh, is, uh... What is it from? It's from Mean Girls. Why? What happened? What happens? I've never seen that movie. What happens on October 3rd? Dude in class asked her what day it was, and it was October 3rd. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Fun fact. Uh, friends of ours just had a baby today, so it's somebody's birthday. Huh. Ah, that's cool. You know what? It's probably the first birthday that anyone's ever had on October the 3rd. Yeah, you know, congratulations to them for staking their claim on October the 3rd. Yeah. 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 My anniversary is on Friday. Well, happy anniversary on Friday. Thanks, man. What video games are you going to be playing? Well, my wife's going to get a massage, so I'm going to be playing what I'm going to talk about today. Well, happy your anniversary to that guy giving her the massage. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a it's a girl. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, that makes uh, it better. You know, yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we, we make it work. It's fun. <laughs> oh, man. Well, no, really. I'm no. buying my wife a blender. Just kidding, I'm not. <laughs> For all those drinks you're going to make her? Yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. So what's new, fellers? Anything new for you guys besides baby happening and, and Mean Girls? No, like... What, what uh, a way to start the podcast, Mean Girls. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I'm re- reading a new book about Space Marines. It's right here. Oh, it's weird. Nice. What's it called? Um, I'm actually... Re- I've read, read this one before. I'm rereading it. It's called uh, Rise of the Primarch. Huh. Yes, here, here's... That was a pretty good one. Yeah, it is. It's all about uh, the return of... Uh, Rebute Gilliman to the Empire Im- Imperium after 10,000 years. I did think it was weird when Neil Gaiman started getting into the Warhammer universe, when they started letting him write books. Did he really? For Warhammer, yeah, yeah, that's Return of the Primarch, yeah, it's uh, like, you know, it's sort of a magical realism jaunt. There's like ghost children and stuff. I'm gonna do a cover version of Mark Morrison's Return of the Mac, but it's gonna be Return of the Primarch instead. Sounds almost, pretty good. Almost got the lyrics nailed down. How's it go? Turn of the Primark. <laughs> there you go. It's pretty good, man. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I think you don't need to make more than that. That you just say that over and over again. Yep. Go. Has it got some like heavy guitar in the background? No, you know that song, right? It's a, it's like a dance club hit from 1998 or something. Just add like some massive shoulder pads. What's it called? Return of the Mac. Mm, no, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't frequenting the dance clubs in 1998. Oh, that's one of the greatest songs, man. Return of the Mac. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I think, I, I think I, I saw that on uh, Steam circa like 2006. Return of the Mac. It's uh, it's the song right before Return of the Linux. Oh, I get it now. Cause okay, Mac, I need, Macintosh. I needed to take okay. it a little bit further. Yeah, to, yeah. I, I, at first I didn't know what your, I mean, I know indie games have weird titles. It was a but. reference to when they started making Mac games playable on Steam. Right, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this song was 1996, just so you know. Oh, was it? Wow. That was the same year the Nintendo 64 came out. I must be thinking Ghost Town DJ. I was listening to a lot of, like, punk music in 1996, so not a lot of Mark Morrison, apparently. I think 96 was the year that uh, Soundgarden released, uh, what was it called, like, Down on the Upside? Super Unknown? Uh, no, that was before then. Down on the upside. Uh, Something yeah. like that. <laughs> gonna break this rusty cage. Uh, cool, man. Well, hey, guys. Welcome all to the show. This is the show on Wednesday where we talk about video games that we have been playing because we don't do that at all on Sundays. Nope. Only on Wednesdays, right? Right, guys? M- middle of the week. 
what happens if we says. sneak it in on Sundays? That's what they call a cheeky Nando in the UK. Cheeky Nando. Turns the mm-hmm. whole thing into a pretzel, spits it out the other end. How about we ask the Jeremy to start us off today with whatever you've been, whatever mobile games you've been playing? I'm glad that you asked because I've been playing a couple of mobile games uh, in a sense that they are mobile. Um, Time to go mobile. The first, th- first thing that I want to talk about actually is mobile because it's on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, oh, weird. W- much ado has been made about the launch of Nintendo's online service, uh, mostly because... Uh, we've had online on the Nintendo Switch without a service uh, low this this whole year. Uh, it really hasn't been an issue. Uh, Nintendo decided, yes. though, that uh, they, they looked around and saw that other companies and platform holders were charging for their online service and said, hey, we got to get in on that, too. So they did. And uh, so I'm here to talk about it. And uh, actually, I will say that it is a little bit better than what we have understood it to be on this podcast. In fact, I think we've even had a misunderstanding uh, as recently as the last couple of weeks on what Nintendo's online service is. It had been purported to be a sort of really half-baked PlayStation Plus kind of idea uh, where, you know, it would it would allow you to play multiplayer games online. Uh, but then it was also going to have a component where you could get a sort of a virtual console-esque retro game, but it would only be available for like that month and then you could buy it later uh, if, if, you know, if you so chose, uh, which was really poor. Like that was a really bad idea. Apparently at some point, and I don't think we got the message on this show, but Nintendo got the message and changed around what that was going to be. In fact, they have- like they changed it. Well, as far as we know, they changed it like right before they launched it? Uh, yeah. like we I, didn't know about it. I, I think it, they had... I don't even know what the, the venue was that they described this change. Was it on a Nintendo Direct or something? Where else would they have done it? It, it might have been maybe just like online somewhere. I'm not sure. Um, I, I really don't know. But And why it, didn't they make a bigger deal about it? That's what I'm kind of curious about. So what it turns out that it actually is now is it is something a little bit like a Netflix of retro games. Uh, apparently as long as you maintain the subscription, which is $20 a year, or you can do it for, I think it's $3.99 a month if you so choose, which kind of seems like you might as well just do the 20, um, you will get access to a stable of their finest, uh, retro wares, uh, which I'm going to look up right now on my Nintendo Switch. And uh, the games that they have available. This isn't news. What game have you been playing, Jeremy? Uh, Cut to the chase. Well, this is the game. So here's the thing. So all of these games are available, and I've played all of them. All of these Nintendo games. You played every single one of those 20 games that came out? Well, a little bit. I mean, so here's the thing. You just graze. So uh, there's like Balloon Fight and Baseball and Donkey Kong and Double Dragon. Dr. Mario's on there. Excite Bike is on there. And all kinds of other things. Here's the cool thing about it, though. Here's the cool thing. Um, any of these games that were two players, you can play with a friend. They are all now multiplayer enabled and, uh, online or like local online. So you actually can play these online and they actually give you like a high latency and a low latency mode. So that just in case you're, I don't know, latency in NES games, you gotta be able to download the whole game. 
I know. So here's the thing. <laughs> it does when you're playing like Super Mario 3 or something and you know that first world, the, the music, like the music actually will slow down when you get latency and you end up with this thing what? that sounds like, yeah, it sounds like this like 1980s horror, like this nightmare because it's like. Why, why are you not just downloading the whole like 32K onto your. I, that's the thing I can't figure out is like, I don't know what it's doing. It might be just like streaming the entire thing. I, I don't really know. It's probably but like 6K. It gets pretty entertaining sometimes. And I got to say, I actually really enjoy that element of it because it just gives me a laugh every single time because it's Sounds like... Sounds pretty dumb. Yeah, I mean, it's like the, Mar the, the Mario Brothers music, except it suddenly just gets terrible. Are they like literally streaming you a video at... 720p that's what Super i wonder Mario three or something that's <laughs> what, what i wonder <laughs> what are they doing here's the thing like i have to wonder about like vita remote play because i will straight up play destiny 2 from my car at work on the vita remote playing to my playstation 4 and i mean at that point the ps4 really is handling the burden of the of the data load i guess mm -hmm. but uh it's pretty funny when you're playing super mario 3 and suddenly you're lagging out and trying to do some precision jumping and uh wow. you know. so are you lagging out because you're playing online or are you lagging out just because so if i like downloaded the games and i was like on the on a plane somewhere and had no internet access i couldn't play them is that what you're saying i'm i'm actually not sure about that you know to be honest with you because i've never tried it outside of well here i tell you what let me just turn off my internet right now and i'll i'll just do a quick little test right now while while we're on is the contra plane. on there dude airplane contra is not on there dude oh man why not that's like the only game that you would ever want on this so i just though. turned on airplane mode and i'm gonna load up uh river city ransom River City Ransom is on here, and it does appear to be loading, as you can hear. So it's pretty awesome, um, except for that multiplayer thing, which kind of gets a little bit, like, awesome bad. That's you know? bizarre. Um, it, it is, and I'm trying to figure it out a little bit, but... Uh, well, it's probably because it has to, like, sync up with whoever you're playing with, and it's got to be, like, 8-bit, pixel-perfect controls. You want to know a secret? Super Mario Brothers uh, multiplayer has always been a, a terrible, bad, awful experience. Uh, not Mario 3, man. The, the, that's, that's where the trolls come out, boys. Any game where you have to um, alternate, like Hot Seed or whatever, sucks. You have the Hot Seed in Mario 3. As they try to run over your little guy, you like mash the button and then you go into the battle mode and you beat him and then it's your turn. Yeah, you can do that in Mario 3. Yeah, that's a great game. That's the best <laughs> Super Mario game. Um, but so here's the thing. Even when you're not playing, they still let you do like a little hand glove thing and you can like clap for people. And it's kind of fun because you can be like, no, no, jump up here, jump up here. Uh, except you can't be talking to them unless you're using a third party service because there's no voice chat through the Nintendo online service. Uh, you got to so, use their stupid app. Yeah, I know. Or like any app, like Discord, which is which is what I use. Or like a phone. Like what? <laughs> so to answer your question, LeGrand, the first time I tried playing it, I tried doing the same thing with Destiny, where I can sometimes get a public Wi-Fi hotspot and get it to work. But if I can't, I'll tether on the 4G LTE connection from my phone, which at first I was like, oh, well, of course it's the 4G. So I went home to my Wi-Fi network and it still kind of did the same thing. Um, that sounds that sounds pretty good. Man. It was really good. Like it just, I laughed. I had to laugh because uh, it was it was that good. Uh, so I also tried some regular services that had been. Um, so I played uh, a few months ago. I talked about Nine Parchments from Frozen Bite, which is sort of their Magicka sort of game. I tried that before trying a trial so right now i'm actually on the seven day trial if you haven't signed up for it you you just plug in whatever your payment information is going to be they'll give you a seven day trial of all of this fully featured for free if you don't stop the auto renew it'll do month to month 
That sounds pretty bad. Just pay twenty bucks. That's that's yeah. really bad because that's the four dollars a month fee, right? It's the bad price. Just pay your twenty dollars and get it over with. Yeah, I, that's the thing. So th- here's the thing: I would not have even tendered the idea, except that now they've said, "Well, these NES games are going to be there in perpetuity, <laughs> and we will be adding to them." Um, when now, we get to my story, I've got a story. That has to do with exactly that. Okay, we'll get there. Uh, so I, I did also try Nine Parchments online. It did not allow me to play the game that I had been playing online before without the service. So it is true. Um, games that did used to work online now require that subscription service, basically. Huh. Um, and it still had some lagginess. Except for free-to-play games. Yeah, so there are some games that are exempt from that. And, and at, at, at this moment, I, we know Fortnite is exempt. Um, we're assuming that, uh, Dale, what was that, uh, arena valor, valorina game? Uh, I think that's what it's called. Yeah. So th- I, that one is free to play. I haven't tried that, that I'm going to probably try that for this coming week. Arena um, of valor. Valor, valor, valor. Um, and, uh, in general, my outlook on this is really pretty good just based on the fact that they changed what they were doing with the, you know, the games that are on offer rather than being on a, on a month-to-month basis, they're always there. They've said that they're going to be adding more. I presume that at some point they might cycle some stuff out, kind of like Netflix does, so I don't know if it's going to be always more and always more. They might, you know... I, I mean, you, you never know who the third parties are going to be and what they're going to decide they can make more money on, but uh, as far as I know, you do not buy those individually. They are only part of that online service. Uh, so. And at $20 a year, it's not horrible, I guess. You didn't see an option to like buy your copy of no, River City no, Ransom? No, currently not. Um, they well, do, you, you think they'll add like Super Nintendo games to this? Uh, yes. Probably. I think they will. Yeah, I yeah. think they will. Uh, there's also a suspend state. So there's a save state option for every game. Every game actually has its own save state slots. Um, so playing, you know, Gradius or... Um, uh, just any given game, you can save whatever it is you're doing and move on. You can recall it later. Um, just be sure to do it before you return to the to the emulation menu mm. because you'll lose your progress if you don't save. You no, know, two that. bucks a month for for that alone doesn't seem like a terrible idea. Right. It like it it sort of completely changes my outlook on it. Before it was like, no way, Jose. Now I'm like, you know, yeah, 20 bucks, whatever. I mean, before it was the principle. Like I didn't even care about the 20 bucks. It was like, what are you actually selling me? But here, I, okay, I could maybe see it. I could maybe see it. Uh, so that's the first thing that I spent time with this week. Uh, the second thing that I played was also mobile, but this time in the sense that it's on a mobile platform. And uh, actually, it turns out it's also a Nintendo game. Time to go mobile. Time to go mobile. Well, it's more of a Psy Games game, isn't it? Uh, it, it? Yeah, it is. It's published by Nintendo, but what we're referring to here is Dragalia Lost. On- My man, I've, I've, I installed this this week. Did you? Uh, how long did it take it to install? I'm curious. Well, I just turned it on and I walked away. Yeah. <laughs> That's, you know, and that's almost kind of how you can think about the game itself, too. I don't know. It's got some anime bullshit for sure. There is definitely <laughs> some anime. That is definitely true. Um, the, 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 the rubric of the game, though, I'm led to believe that it's a little bit like Grand Blue Fantasy, which I've never really played, or there are, I guess, some What does other... that even mean? Grand it, Blue Fantasy? Yeah, it's a game that's popular in, in Japan. Um, it's, it's sort of like, in, in fact, these guys, I believe are the studio that, that makes mm. that game. Um, we should ask think, our resident right, yeah. Japan expert. I have not played grand blue fantasy. I've, I've heard of it though. I, I also have heard of it. I think actually I I've seen people reference a game called battle heart. Uh, on mobile, but here, here's the upshot of Battle it. Heart. I think I played that. It, it, it's actually, it reminds me of playing, uh, ease origins. Um, which is basically a sort of three-quarter top-down light action game. 
Um, and it is full of anime stuff. It's like got all the stupid anime characters. They all have like the same voice actors. It actually reminds me, I had to look this up because I thought at first that it was from um, Silicon Studio who did um, uh, Bravely Default because it gives me some severe Bravely Default vibes. Yeah, the the character art for sure looks and, like and really in fact evolved. not just the character art but the character the difference between the character art and the character models because the character art is all like fully you know proportioned and uh-huh. uh, let me tell you the ladies are proportioned uh but then like the character How proportioned models, are they jeremy oh, they're super proportioned uh, <laughs> very super hmm. proportioned um but the in-game models are uh very like super deformed um and you know like cute and you know and they have very serious voice voice actors too i swear that the main character is voiced by uh you know the main character in bravely default or uh idea or or um i mean it just reminds i I could almost like palette swap these people and it's the same same sort of thing uh it is filled with a lot of that mobile stuff so there's like special currencies every day you unlock your uh special bonuses um, you get a character, there's sort of a gotcha element to it where you roll for summons and it actually reminds me of, now you guys both played the Fire Emblem mobile game that Nintendo released, uh, yes. was it, was it last Emblem year? Yep. Earlier Heroes? this year, Fire, Fire Emblem Heroes. Yeah. Game? So in, in the same way that Fire Emblem is that kind of game for turn-based strategy, uh, this game, Dragalia Lost is that kind of game for like light action sort of swipey Um, it's made to be played in an upright posture and it has sort of a soft joystick that goes from wherever you put your thumb and it actually works really well. They try and sort of keep it to a minimum in terms of controls. Uh, but you'll, you swipe to, you know, swipe and hold to kind of run around, uh, tap to attack in whatever direction you're facing, or it sort of tends to auto attack and auto hone in on people. And then they give you a number of special attacks that either your character has, or you actually always have a party with you with up to three characters of your own, plus a helper character from your friends. So again, it kind of does that same thing like in fact they actually from bravely default did did something like that where you could summon uh friend characters there's also this is kind of cool an autoplay mode you can actually tap a button and your dude will literally run through on auto automatic pilot running through the the level to the you know the appropriate endpoint the levels aren't that complicated there's maybe a few intersections and things like that um and your guy will auto progress through that and he won't stop to get any chests or crack any barrels open or anything like that in fact he won't dodge spikes and other things so you kind of have to be careful but he will auto attack everybody all the way to the end if he's sufficiently high level he could theoretically finish a whole level for you without you even having to really look at it um a lot of good art again it sort of reminds me of you know bravely default in sort of a 3ds era kind of style um it it, you know the graphics are very competent uh the audio the music is very competent it's just very very anime um and the story is kind of just like yeah (laughs) yeah it is uh story is just kind of like a cockamamie sort of like we're gonna summon dragons and maybe we'll save the kingdom oh my gosh that's my father no it's not my father oh no uh those sorts of things and uh, you know there's a wisecracking fairy so they have that also um i would say that it sort of ranks on the level of a diversion that's sufficiently fleshed out i I don't know that i really care too much about what is going on in the dialogue uh in fact there's a lot of that so in the same way that fire emblem sometimes you'll alternate between story um panel you know like you do a mission except it's just like watching some pop-up paper dolls and and those kinds of things talk uh this has a lot of that it seems like at the very first 
Uh, it, it's very like, I'm going to just watch these people set up the story or whatever. And there's not a lot of playing going on, but eventually they will sort of, um, show you the, all the various upgrades you can do. There's sort of a skill tree system. Uh, upgrading weapons is something that you can do. Upgrading your characters, of course, summoning new characters. There's even a town building component to it. If you, you know, honestly, the more I think about this, there is like a lot of Bravely Default uh, DNA <laughs> in this game. I mean, cause Weird. you do a lot of that stuff in Bravely Default as well. So in that sense, it's actually not bad. Plus it actually supports full featured multiplayer. Uh, believe it or not, you actually unlock eventually a four player. Um, you, you can do just kind of standard missions or they're actually going to be doing raids. Nintendo had said that there was going to be a raid, I think raids. By, by now. Yeah. Where, where, and they showed it, I think in the Nintendo direct too, where it's like four people, uh, doing like big boss battles where you can actually, uh, you know, get some real good loot drops and stuff like that. Uh, I don't think they've actually launched that. They, for some reason, I think they must've delayed it or something, but, uh, honestly, it actually seems to have a lot of decent, uh, how much have you played it? Uh, so I've played through the first and second chapters. You unlock multiplayer uh, in the second half of the second chapter. And um, th the thing is that the difficulty kind of just ramps up in terms of when you start hitting people, you're doing less damage unless you are leveling your characters. But in Spending order to level money. your characters, you have to. Yeah, they do have a money thing going on. And I haven't really. I think it has to do with summoning up new characters, probably. It is. Yeah, it's gotcha. And then, you know, of course, you'll need those higher level heroes to be able to do enough damage to get through, you know, whatever. Um, there's also an energy component, but I have to be honest, I haven't really run into it yet. I don't know what, at what point you run out of energy. Um, I, I only so. played through the tutorial where you turn into a dragon for the first time. Oh, I totally forgot about that. Thank you for mentioning that. So the whole the whole entire idea of this is that we're going to summon dragons. And really what that means is you build up a meter and eventually you can hit a button and there's like a little, um, you know, animated thing. And then suddenly your character is actually a big dragon who they kind of give a little bit of a sense of scale because he becomes stompy and like the hits are very, you know, big damage and you, you knock the health bars down of the enemy bosses pretty quickly um but yeah that's the whole idea is that you're going to be like making packs with these dragons and there's going to be different elements of the dragons there's a whole elemental resistance system uh and you just have to endure the anime uh all the way throughout but uh huh. you know honestly it, it does have a lot going for it um i don't know that it's going to really stick with you if you're really looking for something you know real chewy but comparing it to nobody's stuff, looking for anything really chewy on their phone uh I don't know that I agree with that. I, I mean, I wouldn't mind chewy stuff. But there's plenty of people play stuff like this. I, I personally don't. That, that's what I mean is I think that if for like a short, I need, I have five minutes to kill, pop out my phone and play this yeah, game. Yeah, I guess I sort of think about it though in, in contrast to like uh, uh, War of the Lions, you know, Final Fantasy Tactics or something like. Yeah, I that's on mind, mobile too. I wouldn't mind more of that sort of stuff or, or like, um, you know, Tactics Ogre or something like that. But that'd be better on the Switch than on the phone. Yeah, but I mean, if you can get it on your phone, why why not? But um, anyway, so it seems fully featured. It's just kind of a question of whether it's going to stick with you. You might as well download it. There's a ton of downloading. Like even between chapters, it's like download this megabyte. Now download this three megabytes. Now download nine That's megabytes. That's okay because it, it like piecemeals it to you. Though, it, so it, it does. It's not it a does. huge upfront. Yeah. Unless you actually need it. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, like I said, it's worth trying out. Install it. Give it a shot. See how much anime you can stand. Spoiler alert. Not a lot. Stand stand to me. That's what I've been playing this week. How much anime can you stand to me, Dale? Uh, I, I, I can take it in limited doses. I mean, if it's something I like, like, you know, Dragon Ball's pretty good. Evangelion. Huh. You know, the classics. Yeah. Right? I don't watch any, like, lolly crap, though. Um, anyway. 
It's all lolly crap. Mostly all of it these days. Yeah. All right, Dale. What do you What are you up to, Dale? Uh, I don't have anything new. Um, other than to say that I can definitely see my skills improving in Spelunky for sure. Uh, with dedicated running uh, of the game every day. Um, I can't relate to that. I've never improved at that game. I can <laughs> most of the time. I seem to get at least in, into the jungles these days. It's like I, I sometimes I'll be playing and I'll do something stupid what? and die in the caves. Um, but uh, yeah, and yeah. and then much more often getting to you know some stage of the ice caves, and then I, I also for the first time played uh, from the beginning and got all the way to Olmec. So. Without, without without any um, shortcuts or anything, so I I actually did learn how to rob the black market, and yeah. and and get like everything you need to to beat the game. Except that when you do that, then every single level has an angry shopkeeper, at least one, sometimes two, and um, so you got to be good at dealing with those guys, which. It's very dangerous. I, I always actually found that to be really fun. Like kind of figure it's like its own little puzzle. Like how can I rip these dudes off? Very carefully. Very carefully. How, how did you do on Olmec? Oh, I, I can't. I, I haven't beat him yet. I, I I have since watched some videos and uh, seen some strategies that actually look pretty easy. So maybe I'll try one of those yeah. instead. Yeah, um, good luck. But, uh, but yeah. Uh, and, and then otherwise, uh, playing some uh, Red Dead Redemption and uh, just enjoying Oh, you got that. it early? How'd you get it early? No, the first one. Oh. You know, our game club of the month. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and it's good. It's real good. It's, it's interesting how um, there's so many open world games out there, right? Um, and this one manages to actually feel like a big, wide open, expansive area in a way that I don't know if I've seen another game do the same thing. And I think it's because the world is just so big. I mean, it's just, it's like, I think all the GTA games are are probably four and five really have like really, really big areas, but they're so full of um, buildings and streets and city stuff that you don't get a real sense for the, the, the vastness of the area. Right. But when you're just out on the, high plains or whatever. Um, and there's like geographical features that figure into it, like the topographical difference between where the uh, ranch that you start is at versus like where the, the town of Armadillo is like situated. I was surprised like how long lower, it took me to get there. You know? um, it's a long distance away, you know, it's yeah. um, and there's like actual scenery along the way and stuff that happens. Uh, the stuff that happens is a little bit artificial because you can tell it's sort of, randomly generated from a list of things but um i just stood there and watched as a dude got eaten by coyotes yeah you see i've had that happen like six <laughs> or seven times so it's i mean there's you didn't save him and then skin all the well coyotes? i was like oh what's gonna happen here and then the coyote bit him and he was dead and i was like yeah. oh i guess because i've had it happen both ways i've been able to save them and then i've like so i forget that you have the dead eye ability so i get into firefights and i'm just like third person stop and pop stuff. And I just completely forget that I have this like superhuman ability to freeze time and shoot everything at once. But my, uh, uh, my first story. So I, I've started this for the game club as well. My first story is that the very first mission I did that was not a guided mission when they first like stopped holding my hand, uh, they're like, okay, go. In fact, it was the armadillo, you know, go to armadillo. So I'm like, all right. So I go to my cabin that they've afforded me and I see a dude hitching up a horse and I'm like, oh, well, that's my horse in front of my house. 
So I'm like, all right, I'm going to take my horse and I'm going to, uh-oh, suddenly I'm marked as an oh, you, outlaw. You took somebody else's horse. I took somebody else's horse, hitching it in front of my house. There was no other horse there. Like, I'm like, well, I thought that was my horse. Did you have a horse? You uh, yeah, they give horse. you a horse from the beginning. So I'm like, all right, well, here's my horse in front of my house. You should have whistled for your horse rather than stolen someone's horse. Here's it's your the own thing. fault, So Jeremy. nobody even nobody even decides to talk to me about it. They just start shooting. Just quick draw. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'm getting in a firefight, my first mission. So, you know, and I, I could take a couple of them. Like, I'm doing all right. Uh, but of course, I eventually get fragged, and uh, and I respawn like fragged. back in the town. Yeah, I got fr- I got wasted. Um, yeah, but uh, and I was like, oh well, I guess uh, I guess that must not have happened, guys. I don't know what that was all about, but I'm gonna take my horse now. That was my first story. You get a warning, wanted cool level story, bro. In the game, you know, nobody you, gave me a warning. Stuff. My first warning was a shot across the bow. The assassins didn't kill civilians, Jeremy. I think I um. Like I pulled my gun on somebody on accident, but I didn't shoot them or anything. And um, maybe that was what did it. And then I got a bounty for like a $1 bounty. Um, <laughs> that's that's the lamest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> Wanted, pulling his gun, but $1. not shooting people. <laughs> uh-huh. So then I went and paid it off. Oh, gosh. That's assault, brother. You can't do that. Yeah. But, um, but that's a real cool game. Um, and I'm going to continue to keep playing it. Agreed. Same. And uh, we welcome anybody out there who is in earshot of this podcast to join us. Cool. <laughs> that it? Yeah, that's it. I, I, oh, I, man. I, like I said, I could have been playing more, but uh, well, yeah, just been cool, cool stories, bro. LeGrand, what have you been playing? Uh, so, so speaking of um, paying for something or signing up for a free trial and then um, not canceling it and then just keeping it, uh, I have Xbox Game Pass. Uh, that I signed up the trial for to play Sea of Thieves. Oh. And I never canceled it. Uh-oh. So what's the new but game? Horizon Forza Horizon 4 came out yesterday. And, uh, well, been playing a lot of that over and, the last And all of day. their first-party stuff, like all Microsoft Studios games are going to be included as part of that. Yeah, I think it might be worth it just to hang on to it. I, I don't know. I mean, my, my kids have the Xbox, and they, they've installed a few games off it. I personally have only played... Uh, Cuphead and uh, Sea of Thieves and uh, now Forza Horizon. Hmm. But I guess there's like State of Decay 2 and there's a bunch of games. Oh, my daughter's been playing the Disneyland Adventures game that's on Game Pass. All the Halos on PC. are on there, right? Uh, well, there's none on PC, so whatever. I don't play on the Xbox. The Xbox One's a crappy console. Oof. Oh, I don't know. It's all right. Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, anyway, so Forza Horizon, I, I haven't played a racing game, like legit, like got into a racing game since, I don't know, probably some game in the Xbox 360 era that I don't even remember. Uh, name some games, some racing games. Gran Turismo. No, uh, I, I did play those back in the PlayStation 1 time, or and 2. Uh, Motorstorm. Uh, I played that, but it's not that one. Um... Uh, uh, F1, Dirt, uh, Pure, Burnout uh, Paradise. I play. Yeah, Burnout Paradise. Uh, what was the uh, What was the one from Activision that was Blur? Blur. Uh, Never played. Blur. What was the one from Disney? Black Rock Studios. Uh, Split second. Split second. Split second. I never played that one. Anyway, there's a game. I haven't played a racing game since at some point in the Xbox 360 era, and I don't even know what game it was. I can't even. I have no idea. ATV versus BMX. Triple X. No, wasn't that. No. Uh, anyway, so Forza Horizon, I guess 
this is like the fourth game in the series, and I've never played a Forza game. I've never played a Forza Motorsport game, and oh, I haven't really? played any of the Horizon games. Um, I used to like really like racing games. Like I used to play them quite a bit. I starting with like Ridge Racer on the PS One, right? And or Iron uh, that NES game where you're driving little trucks around the dirt. Remember that game? Uh, RC, RC Pro Am. RC Pro Am. I played that, but the other one with the dirt. Um, gosh, man, I'm, I'm like blanking on all That's these. That's okay. You do what I do. Super Off Road, yeah, that game. That game ruled with the nitro boost and all that stuff, and you're jumping on all the. Jump. Anyway, that game. Uh, so I was I I liked a lot of racing games, and I used to. I I feel like I used to play them quite a bit, and I haven't really played them for a long, long time. And um, since it was free, and since I heard I was hearing nothing but good things, I I actually have heard nothing but good things about the Horizon series in general, and I've been tempted to pick it up, just never, never pulled the trigger. And so finally, since I had it already, I just decided to. I don't know, download it, install it, and fire it up yesterday and play it. Uh, I'm playing on my PC, and uh, the game kind of starts you off. like It just basically has a big cutscene of like all these different racing, and it's like racing across all these seasons, and all of a sudden it zooms in, and there's a car, and all of a sudden you're driving that car. And it's like it just goes from cutscene into game uh, pretty seamlessly, and the game looks absolutely incredible. Um, I am playing on the PC, so I'm playing on... Um, Playing on an ultra wide curved display, and I try to play in the dark. I scoot myself up really, really close, and I'm playing with an Xbox One controller. Um, and I didn't know, I didn't really, I've never really played a whole lot of Xbox One games. But one thing I immediately noticed was a little trigger rumbles. Uh, yeah, the, the separate ones, you, they rumble separately, right? Yeah, so like gas and brake will like rumble um, on your fingers when you're like driving around or whatever. Um, but yeah, so for us, uh, the, the game is like. I don't know, like, racing games are really, really good right now, I guess. This is the uh, second, I don't know if you heard on our last podcast, but it's the second highest rated game of 2018. Wow. Well, Overall. I don't doubt it. It's, it's, it is so much fun. The, my only complaint is that there's a, when you finish a race, there's like too much time in between finishing the race and then getting back to driving. That's yeah. my only complaint about the I game. I think that's the downside of having a real high fidelity racing game is it's got to load all that stuff. Sure, and it looks amazing. It's it looks so freaking good, and and I didn't adjust any settings. Of course, you're, I'm playing on the the Xbox app or whatever Windows that really really bad like the green thing one? they have. Yeah, well, whatever one whatever their game thing is, it's it's so horrible. It's like the it's you know it's as bad if not worse than the Xbox One interface. It's like it's horrible. It's terrible to find. But now that it's installed, um, it's it's like. Incredibly difficult to find any games that you own, and it's hard to find any of the Game Pass games. And then, because when you're looking up Game Pass games, it's showing you Xbox One Game Pass games, yeah. and not necessarily Game Pass games you can play on your PC. So it's really, really horrible with that. And then, but once you get the game installed, you can just you know search for it, hit your Windows key, and and type Horizon or Forza, and then it shows up, right? I stand up for the Xbox, but I am confounded every single time I start that console because I just don't know how to find it. You guys want to know what's on the list of my games? What's on my my games list? I'll go, I'll go over it for you real quick. It's only six games. Candy Crush Soda Saga, which I've never played in my life. Diablo 3, which I definitely have. How are you um, getting to this list? Because nobody knows where this list is. Uh, there's an icon on the left that I clicked that looks like the golden ratio or something. Um, Microsoft Solitaire Collection, Minecraft, Warcraft 3, which I have installed. So I guess that's why it shows up here. And yeah, mine's a- showing Starcraft 2. And mine's also showing Diablo 3 and Battle Right and Guild Wars 2 and Fallout 4. T- tell you what, the uh, Xbox app is a piece of shit. 
and so is the <laughs> Xbox One interface. And they're both pieces of shit because they're both, like Jeremy said, confounding and incredibly difficult to find what you're looking for. But regardless, once you have things installed, like Forza Horizon 4, which is the game I was talking about, uh, it's easy to find and load up. And so the game is like an open world racing game, right? Where there's just like, and I don't know how different this is to Forza Motorsport. As far as I understand, Forza Motorsport is more like, here's these tracks and you're racing on tracks. Is that right? While uh, yes. Horizon is more kind of like the open world, like a Burnout Paradise style. Yeah, I think that's pretty accurate, yeah. Okay, because I, I don't know anything about the other Forza games. But hey, if I still have Game Pass when the next Forza comes out, I guess I can try it out. Forza Motorsport is like their answer to uh, Gran Turismo. Oh, okay, and then Horizon was kind of like, hey, you know, let's make an arcade type game. Because exactly. the game seems like it's not... Like, I, I was never good at, like, tuning my car in Gran Turismo, and I don't think I would ever be good at that in any game. But this game is more... I think this game kind of can be as on handholdy or not. You can turn it on so that, you know, you have your little racing lines, and you've got... you can But then you can still tune your car and adjust settings, which I've never even gone into that menu yet. It's just there. Because um, I don't I don't know anything about cars, so I don't I wouldn't know what to do. Um, and I know that you can turn, I was talking to my brother about it and I guess you can turn on, uh, like drive assist where it steers for you. Um, I don't have that on, but I do have on the little line. So when you make a, like a waypoint or you're driving your races, it gives you like the little line that you need to follow on the road or whatever. And the cool part about this one is it's, uh, it's, it, it goes from blue, which is you're going good. And it turns from blue to yellow to red. And if you're like trying to go around a corner, it'll like tell you. It'll change color to like kind of indicate, you know, if you're going too fast to make the corner, um, so you can know, you know how much to put on your brake to make the corner appropriately, unless you're drifting, of course. But, um, but that, yeah, but so the game's the like an same open sort world. of thing. Though, like Gran Turismo does that too, right? I mean, it's well, they have like the line. I this is the first time I've ever noticed it actually giving me an indicator of, hey, you're going too fast. Yeah. But maybe it has. I don't know. Like I said, I haven't played a racing game in a long time. Sure. I just was like, I was just surprised at how useful that was compared to other racing games I played. I guess the last racing game I played, I played uh, Drive Club on uh, in VR. But oh, Drive Club in VR is so good. It is pretty damn good. So good. But it's it's kind of different than... I mean, Forza Horizon would be so good in VR. Oh my gosh. Oh man. Um, it would be a blast. But anyway, so the game's like an open world game. There's lots of different race types. There's like the race across, across you know, and across the, the terrain. There's like the mud races, like that you drive your all-wheel drive cars in. There's like the road races or street races. Um, and then like the cool thing about the game is it's kind of like going through seasons of time. So it starts off and you're like in the summertime and you're racing around and like you're in England, I suppose, in a place in the UK and you're driving around and it's summertime. And as soon as you uh, qualify for this horizon festival thing that's happening, uh, it adjusts and now it's fall and the race, the courses will change based on the time of year. Hmm. So then all of a sudden you're driving around the same world, but it's all fall. So there's like leaves blowing everywhere and, um, there may be water in places where there wasn't and stuff like that as the fall hits. And then you kind of play through the fall. And then once you qualify to be done with the fall, it turns into winter. And now all the roads are icy. Um, there's snow everywhere. And you can run the same races, but in like different weather conditions. And so it kind of changes the way that you you know, can play those races, I guess. Uh, spoiler alert, my um, my Lamborghini doesn't do very well in the snow. So <laughs> uh, I have to always switch back to my, um, I have like a Subaru You're probably driving too slow. Something. No, 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 man. I'll tell you what, full glass. The other cool thing that it does, um, I'm kind of all over the place. The other cool thing that this does is it has a rewind mode. So if you like 
mess up, you just hit Y and oh, yeah. it rewinds, so you can like just try the corner yeah, again. That's been a and you can rewind thing like multiple times. Yeah, I think since Motorsport Three, maybe they they had the rewind thing. It's Dude, cool. it's so awesome! Yeah. Like if you ever mess up a turn really bad, you just rewind. Or if you get stuck like on a on a rock cliff, I've done that a couple times. Um, just kind of. <laughs> But the game is, uh, since it's like an open world game, you can just drive anywhere. It's like, I don't know, incredibly fun. And then when you want to like start an actual race, you just kind of drive up to one of the race starting points and then trigger into the race. It loads it and then you play. Um, it does have some sort of weird story mode where you actually have a character that you create at the very beginning. You can dress her up or him up and I have a her. And then she's your driver and you're kind of going through some weird story mode, but I think, which I think is kind of dumb. But it's kind of just a way to kind of lead you through the different races. Where different is this one set? It's in England or England? UK okay. somewhere. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because the other ones have been in like Australia, Colorado. Yeah, this one's in the UK. If you like racing games, I guess check it out. If you have Game Pass, it's free. So I don't know. Play it. Do you have Game Pass, Jeremy? I do not. No. Uh, I think I had a trial at one point and didn't realize it at the time. Uh, I was looking at my Xbox games list and I've got something called... Sea of Thieves Pioneers. So I don't know if that's related to that or I, I don't know if that is. Weird. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, maybe maybe worth it. How much is that Game Pass? $100 a year or something? Or? Uh, I don't know. It's like 10 bucks a month. 10 bucks a month. So I, I don't know if you can buy it yearly. It'd probably be worth it. To buy I, I mean, for the cost of buying one new game, that's like five months worth of use. Yeah. I mean, then... so Sea of Thieves came out in what, March? Yeah, April say. or something like that. Um, So I've been paying for it since April and now this came out and it's been... I guess. About so you know, if they if months. they release a new game every five or six months, you're well, sort I'll, of. Well, I'll get Crackdown, and I'll get the next Forza game, and I'll get the uh, Halos, and plus they they already got a pretty decent stable of games you can play. It's a. I mean, this is obviously it's a sixty dollar game. If you go on like the Microsoft Store app right now. Uh huh. Yeah, sixty bucks, or it says right on here, um, uh, or it did a minute ago. Before I click, you've the probably thing. been looking for that for about twenty minutes, right? Says, Trying to find where to actually do that. <laughs> uh, no, I had to just uh, go to my start menu and type in Microsoft Store for the thing to pop up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it says well, included with Game Pass. So there you go. It's actually not too bad. I think their stable of games on PC um, has been increasing. Yeah, this one looks really good. It's called House of Fun Slots Casino Free Seven 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 Seven. Oh, that sounds pretty good. Mm, There's another one. I play here. that. No Pirates no. and Pearls. Hmm. Homicide Squad. Better than any of those games, ladies and gentlemen, and for uh, a fraction of the price, a fraction of the price, zero dollars US, you can have the Game Bite Show podcast in your ears twice a week, and that will do it for this episode, but we will be back for Storm your... of Wars Sacred Homeland. I'm going to play that oh, one. Oh, man. Dale, <laughs> format your PC. Format your hard drive. This is over. Uh, we will be back in just a few days to talk to you about the news and the new releases and a special topic of discussion at the top of the week. Uh, if you have any comments about the games that we've been playing or if you'd like to share the games that you've been playing with us, reach out to us on social media. You can find us on Twitter at Game Byte Show collectively. You can also reach out to us individually. I am at Jeremy underscore Lamont. Uh, you can find me at Legrand. And I am at Count Elmdor. You can also find our fourth man and streaming master, Jared Redidun at R-E-D underscore I. Find his work primarily over at twitch.tv slash Show, where we played a little bit of, um, 
uh, I guess we did a little more uh, My Brother Rabbit this week. We also did some uh, Total War Arena or whatever that game is, the, the one that Jared likes to play. that's what it's so, called. Yeah, so uh, check that out there. You can also find our uh, archives of that over at youtube.com slash Show. Folks, remember that Extra Life is ramping up and starting from now until uh, November, end of November, we are going to be doing some good Extra Life type stuff. So check out our team and donate and uh, contribute to us over at extra-life.org slash team slash Show. Uh, if you can't donate money, feel free to donate some time, donate some uh, mind share, retweet, or uh, share with your friends and family personally. Send them to our little streams and uh, benefit children's hospitals uh, around the country. Uh, you can also find our website on the internet, www.gamebyteshow.com. Find our back catalog of podcasts, subscription links, send your folks over there as well. And uh, notice the link at the bottom of every show note. You can find a link to our Discord server where we talk about uh, games that are going on, freebies, our game club for Red Dead Redemption. Definitely come join us for that. Uh, Dale's already posted some of his thoughts, as have I, and we certainly would like to have you along for our Old West shenanigans. Uh, As I said, folks, that is going to do it for this episode of the Game Byte Show podcast. Until next time, we'll be seeing you. See ya. Be seeing you, Mrs. Ferguson. Ferguson. Dun 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 d